Happy Friday, everybody. Bet you did not think that we were going to do another champion uh, review, but we back. Not oh, we that back. much has happened this week. No. Uh, well, honor the honor stuff, right? Yeah. But that's that's okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I was going to say that there was some stuff that actually came out, and then we, uh, I know we have um, uh, a bunch of upcoming uh, playoff stuff in, mm-hmm. in the coming days here, so... By the time you guys hear this, there will already have been a playoff series, and some hearts will already have been broken. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. But let's really quick go back to episode 88 last week. Our poll was, are you going to be purchasing the new event pass being the, what is it called? Valkyries? Cyber, Cyber Halo? I don't even know what the uh, fuck it's called. I don't even remember what it's called, but something like that. It is Steel Valkyries? That sounds about right. No, Steel Valkyries is it. That's what it is. Okay. Right. Uh, 60% said no. 40% said yes. I unfortunately, I guess not unfortunately, but I bought it just because I'm a simp and I like getting skins. And Same. I don't think it would ever be as bad as the previous event. Um, Same. But, you know, they there was another thing I think they um posted about events. They just put in the typical, like, oh, we're going to get better and we're going to learn from events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it all right. I've heard it all before. Just trying to really quick, if I can find this. I want, I was kind of curious, but um, but yeah, 60% said no. I mean, if you all are on a, on a budget, you know, they increased those RP prices. They sure did. So, you know, uh, that's... Prime capsules should be out if you guys have Prime. So that's a thing that you could use, too, to leverage your... Um account if if you're worried about budget at least you know what what did i fucking get in it uh, let me look if you go to invent you what do you go to where would i see that oh no 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 it's in my okay hold on hang in there guys i got a fucking katarina skin <laughs> i got a katarina so which you know which is what we're gonna be talking about today uh but i did really quick i did find the post uh talking about riot meddler is now head of league studio <sighs> And oh, now he is. oversee okay. the production of League, Wild Rift, and Team Fight Tactics. Here's a blurb. Overall, <laughs> we're still figuring events out, especially now that we have more places we can do storytelling than just League and what stories to tell through League. Uh, like how much we should do Act 1 introductions for characters versus how much should we try and conclude large epic plots. I think we're seeing that the visual novel is probably something we shouldn't be doing this often. It was great for Spirit Blossom. It's a great tool to have in our repertoire, but it's not something to lean on constantly. I, I mean, I agree. Like, even if it's just the one event every year, the big summer event, we don't have to do it, dude. Just make it a little bit simpler. Just right, and just make it worth. Like, that's honestly, I don't. I could probably argue that people aren't buying the event pass, doing all the missions just to read the story. No, I that's know. I <laughs> probably argue is an understatement. You could totally argue that. I don't think anybody's doing that. You I'd know? rather I'd really I'd rather just read a fucking story they put out on like the law like the universe page or something. Seriously. I uh I'm I agree with you hundred percent. I think that um though it worked really well with Spirit Blossom, I think the novelty's kind of falling off a little bit. And people just aren't quite as interested as they once were in that kind of stuff now maybe i could be wrong i mean i don't have all the metrics i know they do um but judging by my own personal 
feelings about any of their recent events is like, yeah, it just kind of seems like they've they've dwindled in quality since the Spirit Blossom like initial big event like that, right? Um, also, just the fact that one Star Guardian was a disaster with all the fucking issues and just how recent it was, it definitely is leaving a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'd say this event that's on right now is just very typical, and it's like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, I'll get my rewards, and I want to get that Janna skin or whatever, and that's that's fine. It's right, right. But yeah, guys, thank you for participating. Mm -hmm. Um, and today we are going to be going over Katarina, Corky, yep. and Nasus. And uh, big spoiler: not much has changed any of those three so seriously it's gonna be uh, a rather interesting one but yeah there's <laughs> really not much has changed at all so um i don't really know what else to add to that i just say let's 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 get it going with the old katata fish as i like to call her yeah katarina um probably one of the most champion. hated champions in the game <laughs> just I fucking feel like champion. She, feel like she's a balancing nightmare but like it's it's weird. You don't see her that often, but it feels like whenever you see one, they're just insane yes. with what they're doing. Right. And I, I can't figure out how to do that. <laughs> I mean, sure, she's a high skill cap champion. Um, it's just it's like how are you so fucking good? And it it's like, oh, you can just pick point and click still CC, like like Malzahar would probably be a good counter to her, but like somehow just always doesn't fucking it doesn't matter. Right. It's out of control. Right. Even the, the good ones are, are very um, like, oh, yeah, you picked a counter to me. Well, I'm still going to beat you. Like, I don't care. You know, I'm still going to uh, go ahead. Pick your Malzahar. Pick your um, any champion with a stun. It can't be a snare or a root. It's got to be an actual stun mm -hmm. um, to stop her ulti. And that's all you need to do is stop her ulti. But um, yeah, she just seems to do really well or, or any displacement, really. But. She just seems to, or at least those players seem to find a way to just get in and, and get out and get, you know, six, nine million kills. Um, it's certainly helped by uh, her passive of the of the cooldown reduction when she gets a takedown. I mean, right now, her passive is called Veracity, but right now, um, when she gets a takedown within three seconds of damaging a champion, uh, she reduces her current cooldowns of all of her abilities by 15 seconds. Um, in the past, <laughs> her first, um, version of Veracity, when she scores a killer assist, her cooldowns were reduced by 20 seconds and she gained 25 gold. Huh. Um, and then the second one, which I think was the one that was around for a lot longer, uh, whenever an enemy champion dies within three seconds of Katarina damaging them, her cooldowns were each reduced by 15 seconds. So, uh, they definitely made it a lot more difficult um, by you have to get a takedown within three seconds of damaging a champion. So it's not, an assist doesn't do it. It's right. gotta be within three seconds. Um, just, just getting an assist seems really broken. Cause you could, right. As long as you're in combat, that right. like time is extended. And exactly. Exactly. No so, thanks. Um, and then they had recently, well, I, don't, I say recently, this is a couple of years ago now, but then they added the, uh, the sinister steel part, which I believe was pulled from her, her W. Uh, original, or I wouldn't call it original, but her second iteration W. Yeah. Uh, where she whirls the daggers, and that's that's the AOE um, part. So, in the past, it was uh, 
just an ability that would give you some movement speed and whatnot, and then let you roll your daggers. Um, now it's part of her passive. Um, so she just has to retrieve a dagger and she does that little quick whirl. And that's really how she does all of her damage. So if you've not played Katarina, you have to know how to play around the daggers. Um, be able to use your Shunpo to the daggers or collect your daggers, set them up. Uh, because that's where you get a big chunk of damage. Like, it doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it's just an extra chunk. You know, you, you Shunpo in onto a dagger, Shunpo does damage, dagger does damage, and then all of a sudden you're hitting ulti, and you've 100 to 0 somebody in a matter of 2.5 seconds, and they can't even uh, hourglass with their fingers on it ready to go. <laughs> yeah, also to note about the Shunpo, so her passive already reduces abilities by 15 seconds. If... Right. She picks up a blade that's on the ground, can either be left by her Q or her W, which we'll get to. Uh, it will it will reset Shumpo pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the total cooldown it scales from seventy eight to ninety six percent of the bait of based on level of um your Shunpo. So it's basically gonna be back up if you pick up a dagger. Right. And you can pick up two and get that back instantly if you use your Q and your W. Yeah. The uh current W is called preparation. And it's just, it, they give her the movement speed that she had on Sinister Steel, but she drops a blade behind her and she gets to run and ghost for a second and a quarter. So, I mean, it's actually a kind of underrated ability because it gives you like, hey, I'm going to run in and maybe I'm just going to poke with a Q and then I can Shunpo back out and get my, my mana refund or my cooldown refund and have Shunpo up pretty quickly. Um, or maybe I'm going to throw it so it's behind me and then Shunpo back to it after they're chasing me and then ulti or something. I, you, there's a lot of things you can do with it. Um which is part of what makes her so potent. You just have to, you have to keep an eye on her blades as, as the enemy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, her that's... original W, what um, about her Q? Oh, okay. Bouncing blade hasn't really yeah. changed. That's been the same. That's the, uh, you throw that one and it bounces to a couple different targets. Uh, originally it lost 15% less magic damage. And then they got rid of the, the, downscaler the descaling damage and they just kept it there um and it then it would leave a mark and now i don't think it leaves a mark anymore it just it drops a dagger so you throw it it hits uh, i think four targets yeah or sorry it only hits three targets at most um and then it leaves a dagger on the ground that you can shunpo to and ulti or shunpo w whatever you want to do <laughs> it just leaves an extra dagger for her to pick up so you can get that extra damage um we hit the preparation. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. So original, original, original W called Killer Instincts. And this one I don't know about. I've never seen this. Yeah, same. Um, so it says it's got a passive. So Katarina deals magic bonus damage every time she hits an enemy with a basic attack or an ability. That's fucking stupid. It wasn't a whole lot, though. It was 8 to 24 uh, bonus magic damage. Uh, the active is that Katarina empowers her next ability, either Bouncing Blade or Shunpo. These bonuses become stronger with each level of Killer Instincts. It does not say what that meant. Oh! Killer Instincts is on those skills particularly. So, with Bouncing Blade, it would deal full damage to every target hit and reduces incoming healings by 60% for 5 seconds. Uh, so there you go. It would give you Grievous and hit full, for full damage for each target. Um... 
The Shunpo bonus was that Katarina gained damage reduction for three seconds after using Shunpo. That's fucking broken. That's OP. <laughs> <laughs> she get up to 35% at max rank. Jesus, that's fucking broken. That's probably why they changed that shit. <laughs> um, also thing to note, I know we complain about this all the time, she scales with AP and AD. Mm-hmm. Looks like she's always scaled with, with both. I thought that yeah, was somewhat newer, but I, I see that it's like on everything. Of course. I know. Broken ass champion, you know. Um, And then we said Sinister Steel. Shunpo hasn't really changed. I know in the second iteration of, of Katarina, her one that was around for a very long time, she would gain 15% damage reduction for a second and a half. Um, And then it, obviously if she, if she dashed to, she could, she could still dash to friendlies or enemies with that ability, which is also part of the, the thing that makes it disgusting is she can go, Oh, a friendly, an enemy, a dagger. I mean, she could pretty much dash to whatever she wants. I don't think she can dash to a ward though. Or blink, I guess it's the blink. No, she, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I mean, beyond that, I think we all know her ulti, the Death Lotus. Well, I'm really glad. I wanted to... What is, I'm looking at her previous Shumpo really quick. I noticed um, her current iteration, the Shumpo applies on hit. I, I'm reading there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that. 100%? Say 100%? Yes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't do that? a whole lot of damage, but yeah, it's just adding extra damage. I guess they said, well, she doesn't get, uh, she doesn't get damage reduction, so uh, we're going to add on-hit damage, you know, which I guess is kind of fair if you're just going to, if you're going to nerf the damage reduction, I guess give her more damage, uh, I think is what that's saying. I don't know. I don't know, man. They're, they're, they get kind of wacky with what they do with this thing. I know. Well, yeah, uh, Death Lotus hasn't changed that much. I mean, she no. spins around and throws a lot of daggers. Um, I think this iteration is the only one that applies on hit, though. And it fucking... It's, I always get butthurt about this. It scales with bonus attack speed. So that's oh. why people fucking go Nasher's Tooth. Sure, like, it's 30% per 100, but 100% bonus attack speed. Oh, per 100% bonus attack speed. But how much, uh, what is, Nashers gives 50? Um, so, okay, I'm curious. When it when it says per 100, if if you have 50% bonus attack speed, does that mean 15%? Because it's half? Because uh, you always see these abilities that are like, question. oh, per 100 AP or whatever. Right. What if I'm not at 100 AP? Am I getting some sort you... of... I don't think you get anything until you hit that. Like that bonus doesn't threshold. turn on until. That's that's my understanding. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, a hundred percent bonus attack. What's her? What's her? I'm assuming bonus. Well, no, I guess you could just add all those percentages for bonus attack speed, right? Yeah. Nash's tooth gives you fifty percent, and then oh, I think you can add Ginsu's or whatever. Gives you forty-five. And then, what else does she build? I don't even know her main builds. Well, they tried gutting the AD. It can normally be like Divine Sunder and then Titanic Hydra, uh, oh, Blade, yeah. of the Rune, Blade of the Rune King. It, it kind of reminds me of like Zeri, you know? It's like, okay. Oh, yeah, Blade of the Rune King was the other one. Yeah, so you get, you would have the extra 30%, which is fucking broken. But... Don't, don't get me wrong, Katarina's stupid. 
she is nowhere near Zeri stupid. <laughs> That's true. I don't. Yeah. I mean, at least at least you can kind of catch up to Katarina. <laughs> this is true. But um. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about Katarina. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to go look at her, <laughs> her original like splash art. Oh yeah, so bad. Does like the so bad where it says previous quotes. Do you uh, see that video? Oh, oh she... I didn't even click on that. Yeah, go to... Yeah, yeah that's the to... mercenary... Uh, the original mercenary skin. Does she not look like a fucking Bratz doll? What are the fuck those things are called? <laughs> she does. <laughs> right? Like... <sighs> My goodness. Why... Just tell me this. I, like, I know they were trying to, like, add some sort of sex appeal, but, like, why is the, the hilt of her blade... Like bigger than her actual waist. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Come on. Come on. Also, uh, can we give Katarina like visual updates and new lines? Cause she literally and she's always like the brunt of like when you're looking at uh either skin spotlights <laughs> or like Yeah. She's all it's always a Katarina bot that they're fucking killing. Come on. Because they hate Katarina. And you know what, right? Same. Same Z's. But, uh, all right, dude, the, best, the inevitable best, question. Best Katarina skin? Yeah. That's a tough one. Um, she she oh. actually has some decent ones. Literally, I'm going to say Battle Queen just because it's a legendary and she has different voice lines. Okay, I could see that. I would, like, man. Bilgewater's good, though. Where is, okay, I think there's there's two that stand out. To me, one of them is Kitty Cat. That was like the super True. duper popular one. Um, the other one is Sleigh Bells because yeah. just because they call or Sleigh Bell. Sorry, um, and that's really just because the name is Sleigh, like you're killing something, and Bell, like she's a Southern Bell. Um, but she actually has some decent skins. I mean, Bilgewater's good. Warring Kingdoms is really good. Sandstorm's cool. Mercenary once they fixed it was way better. Um, Battle Queen's good. Blood Moon, Death Sworn might be one of my favorites just because I like that kind of aesthetic. But mm-hmm. um, is it the best skin? I I, I probably default back to Kitty Cat just because that one's pretty unique for her. But yeah, unless you got anything else to add to Katata Fish, dude, I think I think we've uh, Katarina it out. Nope. Let's move to Corky. So the old Corky man, man this guy. Her, his model looks terrible. Oh, it's awful, dude. It's actually awful, but it's Corky. He doesn't have pizza feet, at least. Never have, never will. <laughs> so, looking back at his old passive, Corky's basic attacks against non-structures deal 10% AD bonus true damage. I didn't even know that was true damage. <laughs> I don't remember that. That got I mean, changed at some point. Yeah, I mean, it didn't even... First, I would, I don't even remember that because I always have remembered the split damage thing where it was because it used to be fifty fifty, and then they changed right. it to it's currently eighty match was, damage to twenty eighty. And it was fifty fifty before they changed him too, so that must have come in mm-hmm. some patch note before they before they um, I wouldn't say overall, but they had that uh, gameplay update. Um, I mean, most of it, his skills are still the same, but his passive is really what changed. Yeah, exactly. The package, everyone knows. You yes. hear the fucking sound, the global Ooh. sound. <laughs> he comes flying out of the fucking gates, and he basically has a rumble 
all that. <laughs> yeah. Except, do we have fate? Or I guess I can look it up. What is um? How much does the? Oh, I have to look at the W passive. Right, right. The it slows for ninety percent for two seconds. Now I it's need to look disgusting. at uh Rumble alt. What does his... Rumble slow you? Yeah, it should. Okay. Let me see. I'm trying to in see what fairness, slow is. In fairness, this has a 300 second cooldown. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, I I just love like uh, <laughs> you hear him and he picks it up. He goes, "I'm all spooled up." I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> He's gonna come gank me. I'm sure of it. Especially when you're playing ARAM and you hear, "I'm all spooled up." And you're like, "Ah, crap! Where is he coming?" I also like that you get a brief, uh sight of him like if right. you've ever noticed that you just see him really quick like oh okay yeah like um god guys there's literally nothing for him i mean they've probably changed like little things here and there with like yeah they changed the icons for his abilities for sure um but yeah uh fast bomb is the same you still get sight it's not true sight but it does reveal enemy champions um Valkyrie hasn't changed other than the special delivery. Gatling gun is still a, Oh, you know what? I don't think Gatling gun. Yeah. Didn't used to shred, uh, MR you used to okay. just shred armor, um, which didn't matter as much when he had 50, 50, but now that it's 80, 20 magic damage to AD, it makes a difference. Um, missile barrage is the same. Although I think they changed, they may have changed the ratios and the damage that it does. Still seven. Um, and oh i did not know what is it hold on let me look at current if it says it because this old okay. old iteration says he when he spawns he, he instantly gets four, gets four. Yeah, did they it used to have, have the big anymore. one yes okay every third missile corky fires a big one dealing 100 percent increased damage with increased range and explosion radius i don't remember it having increased range and i know that it does now. The third missile, and they actually give you the magic damage on that too, which is nice. Yeah, um, it doesn't say. It says explosion radius. No. Oh, oh, it does say increase range. Yeah, yeah. I've never noticed. I that. Didn't, yeah, I never noticed it either. Um, one thing to note too, if you guys play Corky, he's a very good Sheen user because he is a spellcaster. Um, and I just remember a lot of people, you know, firing out a missile just to fire out a missile just to get the Sheen passive. Just to get the Sheen Frog. Oh, I'm taking out a tower. I'm just going to fire a missile because it doesn't cost crap for mana. I mean, it's only 20 mana to fire a missile out. It's just the least right. expensive skill. So you fire out a missile, you get your Sheen Proc, hit whatever you're trying to hit, usually when you're taking towers and stuff like that. Um, now, that being all that being said about Corky not changing a whole lot, this champion still falls in and out of the meta, of, excuse me, in and out of the meta here and there, like quite frequently. Um, so I do think he's actually a good champion and I don't think he really needs a change. He's a good champion. I just feel like he's very boring to watch, right. especially in pro play. Right. That's fair. That is fair. Um, all right, dude, you know, you know the drill. Oh, it's gotta be UFO. UFO is pretty good. I know they tried to like make an homage to that by doing astronaut. Um, man. What's my I mean, opinion? it's I like that ice Corky, toboggan's pretty good too. They and have so the, is Red has, Baron. Is UFO a legendary? UFO is it's a, not, but it's ineligible. 
Because he has... God, the fact that Ice Toboggan is an eighteen twenty skin is so and, <laughs> and Red so Baron. <laughs> that is a fucking don't ever buy these skins, guys. Yes. Like, uh you can't buy Red Baron's legacy. You can't buy Ice Toboggan's legacy. You only get it at a uh, loot. Okay, well got still don't buy it. <laughs> Earth Rider's pretty good too, honestly. I forgot he had Earth Rider. That one is good. Um I think my favorite's probably Red Baron. Because just Red Baron is just a unique figure anyways, you know what I mean? I mean uh, Corgi Corgi Corky is good yeah, just because like, the dog's wiggling his butt. <laughs> right, right. But I feel like out of all those skins, I my favorite's the Fizz just because he's a Cavalier, King Charles. <laughs> but but Pugma's pretty good. I mean, dogs are just good in general, so it's hard to like hard to poop on that one. Um, but I, 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 the figure of actual Red Baron to me is just iconic enough to to for me to say that that's his best skin or at least that's my favorite we'll put it that way but uh yeah if you have nothing else to add about old corky um we can move on to our last champion the third champion of this one the, the dog the doge uh um, the cycle of life and death continues that one this was the first champion i played yeah the first champion right. i played first champion i like quote unquote maned that's right played a lot Girl, I mean, we talked about it with um, maybe we, no, was it volley? Did we do volley already? No, no, I don't think we did the boob. I don't know. I just remember, I mean, just watching so much Trick 2G play Nasus and like there's just something about stacking and like PVEing for like 30 minutes and then right. just hey guys, I'm gonna show up and one shot everybody, like <laughs> and be unfucking killable. Oh. It's just was so awesome, dude. But <laughs> I actually I've always liked um the voice that they they've had for him. Uh I think it, whatever effects they're using on it, I think are very very interesting. Um he does sound um godlike if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like he sounds like a like a a, a big figure. Uh, same thing with the Relian Soul. Like when Relian Soul talks he sounds like he's supposed to be a big uh, figure who's who's commanding presence, and I get the same from 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 Nasus, um, or Susan, or whatever you're calling him these days. And dude, I never forget, I, unless you were not in the game, where some I think it was with I for sure it was with Christian, our buddy Christian, and I think I was playing Nasus, and obviously I guess this was well known to everybody that. Susan is Nassus backwards, but we were in a game and someone on my team just kept saying, good job, Susan. Good job, Susan. And me and Christian were like, what the fuck does that mean? And then I just finally, I'm like, Christian, it's, Susan it's is Nassus backwards. backwards. He's like, holy <laughs> shit. No, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. It's Susan. Um, no, that's pretty good. God, can we just talk about his original North American splash art? Why sure. is that guy standing in a fucking fart cloud? That's a great question. I, he must have been really good friends with Renata Glask, dude. And what's up with his staff or his, his what? It's a bone staff. What the fuck? What did we? Was it a glaive? What the f I know we looked this up one time. I can't remember why. Uh, like it's not an axe. As a name. No, it does have a name. Uh, oh shit. The fuck is this? If I could find it. Cue the Jeopardy music. Um. Nasus weapon is called 
It was a war axe. Uh, <laughs> or maybe it is a war axe. Hold on. They they are officially calling it a war axe. Okay. Glad we got that figured out. <laughs> right. Uh oh, that was his original. It was called a war axe. Hold on. Oh, and then and then it's the the little scepter. Um man, I don't see what it actually is called. Well, basically our boy hasn't changed that much. His right. abilities are all the same, but there have been like, if you call them quality of life updates, as in they've changed the number of stacks he gets when it's um, a caddy minion. It used to be a plus caddy and a, a cannon minion. It used to be a plus six for them. Uh, caddies, large monsters and champions. Now it's the plus 12, which was pretty fucking awesome. Right. Um, the wither i still think is one of the grossest fucking dude wither is <laughs> i just hate when you're wither and you're like ah fuck here i am not running or doing anything attacking running it doesn't matter because it's what is it like a 90 percent fucking slow or something it maxes out at 95 percent for five seconds and they call it crippling, which is reducing attack speed. I had no idea that's what it was called. Yes, that I crippling. didn't know. I don't know uh, why But I so, that. yeah, not only <laughs> does it, it... This is an ADC's worst fucking nightmare when they get hit with Wither, because 95% slow at max rank, 47.5% attack speed reduction Jesus. at max rank. And then you top that and add the Frozen Heart to the mix, because he's oh, always building third... Frozen Heart, like... You can't kite him. Like, no. There's no way you can like turn auto attack. Walk, Especially if turn. he takes if he takes ghost, dude. <laughs> Good luck, bro. Good luck. Oh. That that man is gonna is gonna eat your whole asshole. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. They uh, another thing I remember they did it was Call of Life, is they his E a Spirit Fire used to do a flat amount of armor reduction while they're standing in it. Now it's percentage. Oh, yeah. So it kind of helps them with tanks, which is right. great. Right. Um, and then of course the ulti, um, originally definitely did not give resistances. Right. And then they changed it. The first time they changed it, it would scale up. So the duration is 15 seconds at over those 15 seconds. He would casually increase his, his resistances. Now it's the flat amount. Which is fucking nuts, and of course it reduces uh, siphoning strike strike um, half by half while it's active. So oh, if you you just roll up to a fucking tower, dude, and you have demolish, and you just just pop R and just fucking wail on the motherfucker. Also to note, siphoning strike the Q is an auto attack reset, so you auto attack then hit Q, and and you get two attacks off in less than half the time. So uh, bear that in mind. Um, the only thing they really need to to do for this dude is change his fucking passive. How so generic? Yeah, how boring. With with in a world where everyone's got passives that are eight paragraphs long, he's got possibly the shortest. NASA's no, games life. Sure. Uh, I fuck. It's, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like like Neela. Can you compare it to Neela or like Zeri? Zeri. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yumi Just, even. Like, Hell, Katarina's got more shit in her passive. How about how about this? Unless you think you have a good answer, uh, question for the week: 
what would you make Nasus's passive be? Like, that's a, what would you that's change? A, that's a very good question. I actually like, like what that What do you question. think? Do you have any suggestions? Even if um, like... you know, I might, I might try to add it, uh, movement speed, um, like as, as a passive. I don't know when he attacks, or maybe maybe give him ghosting when he attacks. Hmm. It doesn't have to be anything too complicated. But instead of lifesteal, because first off, that doesn't really even do anything for Nasus. That lifesteal is so minuscule. It doesn't really... His health bar gets so big and, and whatnot. Um, but I mean, to be fair, when he's fucking when he's closing mega, in on yeah. 1,000 stacks, that shit's going to... Q is going to heal him for a motherfucker. Right. But at that point, he's not taking a whole lot of damage anyways, too. Because he's <clears throat> pretty... He's basically full build on 1,000 stacks, yeah? Well, the game shouldn't even last that fucking long. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we played a game the other day where he had like 893, and I was like, uh, this man's gonna be smashing my asshole here in a second. <laughs> like, I don't get away from me. Um, <laughs> what would I change it to? That's a good. Just because movement speed's so OP on him, too, you know what I mean? Um, I'm trying to think of like. Because people don't feel like just take Ghost, because like Wither and right. Ghost. Um, how plus, do you... Ghost gives you ghost ghosting right 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 like how do um, you maybe how do you get away from that and maybe get him onto something else is my thought maybe what is uh let's see what was a noob he's obviously he's based off anubis right right uh what was he uh anubis placed their hearts on either side of the scale and and so something maybe with like i don't know i wonder if like that would be very interesting they could add in some crazy like judgment passive where he could like I don't know. That would be very interesting. I wonder... Let's see. So, Nasus does mostly physical damage from his Q, and then his E and his ulti do magic damage. Not that his ulti does a whole lot of magic damage, to be fair. Um, unless you build AP. And not even that his E does a lot of magic damage unless you build AP. I would wonder if maybe it had to do something with you know how Camille has her shield that that uh, okay. protects her based on target's primary damage when she attacks okay. it? I would wonder if there was a way for him, maybe not necessarily penetration, but a way for him to flop his damage style, depending on what the enemies prioritized in defense or whatever. You know, whatever they have more defense of, he does the opposite. So like, huh. like Ramus, for example, is going to build a fuck ton of armor. So Nasus does magic damage to Ramus. That would be too broken, dude. Well, I know. I I'm right. To... I'm, just, I'm just trying to think. Like I'm trying to think of like a like a way you could like. Okay, well I judge what you're doing. So boom, I'm gonna do that. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Obviously, in top lane, you're typically gonna be against a tank. So I can see that kind of leveling out. It's really it's gonna matter when you're fighting. Um, someone who's who's hard building one particular type of, of resistance yeah. right if you're if you're like oh like for example um someone like maokai who's gonna have a pretty good uh even even amount of resistances even an adc that might have even amount of resistances or 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 base it on their bonus or do some sort of like oh hey you know depending on this much bonus resistance you do this type of magic damage in addition or, or something like that you know I could see that being 
something fair, but also that could be kind of broken early on unless they make it really fucking weak because he is a mid to late game champion mm-hmm. and he should get duked on early. And if you're not duking on him early, you're you're throwing the game for yourselves. Even if you do duke on him early, he's a champion you can literally never forget about. You have to remember that he's in the game all the time. I don't know. All right, all right, man. But that that's the question for the week. What would you what would you come up with for a new Nasus passive? Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Um, right. And I know you're gonna ask got? me the inevitable. I gotta go Infernal, dude. Yeah, I'm go okay. Infernal. Okay. With the, or with the speaker Arch Duke box. is pretty good. Archduke is pretty good. But Infernal <laughs> with the Snoop Dogg dance, it's just I haven't you can't beat it. Right. I haven't seen the armored titan in game, though it looks kinda like it could be kind of cool. I mean my, bro, it's just my kinda... only problem is it looks like uh what was the fucking Mecha Kingdoms yes, skin it line? Like it Mecha literally Kingdoms. looks like that. Right, right. No, I'm with you. I'm I'm totally with you on that. Uh, definitely Galactic Nasus is the worst skin. <laughs> Might okay. be the worst splash art next to Malphite. Potleaf Malphite's pretty fucking bad. Ooh, Riot Canine. Riot Canine's pretty good. For he's sure. He's actually got some decent skins. He um, does. Space Group was pretty good, too, because he's the little dog in the head. Right. Like, that one's Battle- pretty good. Battlecast is good. I don't know if you've ever seen or used this skin, but I believe when... Uh, I can't, I can't remember the last time I played Nasus and even used this skin, but when he's recalling, a chain comes down. I believe he gives a thumbs up when is he's really? going up. If you've ever seen Terminator 2, when he's oh. lowered into the lava, <laughs> yeah, he gives a thumbs up. That. Oh, I so didn't I'm, even know I'm that. Okay, that's pretty, pretty cool. pretty sure he does that. But that's pretty cool. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I like that they kind of change his, his axe to more of a hammer in that skin, too. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, like, in Space Group, it's more of a staff and not an axe, you know? And then, obviously, in Riot Canine, it's a baton, which is great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't really have anything else to go on with Nasus. He's just, he's who he is. I mean, he's never changed. I don't think he'll ever change. He, he's never going to be a pro play champion. But he's, he was he's an easy like mode champion. Once, I yeah. think. There was a world where, um, God, what team was Khan on? They uh, it was I, I think know. it was right after when Nasus got these changes where his like alt would do a Q reset or whatever he, he was played, yeah. And it played like one fucking game, but it's a very there's no way they pick. No, unless he, yeah, go... he, he's definitely an easy mode champion. You just like he, the difficulty they have him rated at easy, but like he's not a good like first time champion because you have to actually know how to farm, otherwise he's useless. Um, you just have to like. How do I put it? Like I'm gonna uh, say, he's never gonna be picked in pro play because no. those motherfuckers would know. Just that'd be the freest fucking lane for the enemy top laner. Like, there's right. nothing you can fucking do. They would right. just. He's so fucking weak early. Right. I would say like he's not beginner, but he would be like a step up from beginner, like maybe like a novice champion, because once you know how to farm, and understand kind of how to manage a wave more or less and understand how to play weak side. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't understand how to play weak side, you will never understand how to play this champion. And that's just what it is. Like there are some champions top that you just have to accept. You're probably not going to get help. Although if you help Nasus out early, it can pay dividends because he scales so much harder. If he can, if he can be scaled, you know, before 20 minutes, uh, that makes the enemy's game so much more difficult to win. 
but like just be comfortable that you're playing weak side it's it's kind of like playing kale right you're gonna be weak side and that's what it is and your jungler might come up to help you not die but he's probably not gonna help you win if that makes sense like if there's if there's a stronger side lane um you need to if you have an ass on your team you should be pressuring that lane uh, because it's going to draw the enemy top laner out, and Nasus will free farm himself into relevance. But if he's getting repeatedly ganked, then maybe you need to like help him not die, and then go skill another lane. I don't know, just kind of spitballing. But that's kind of how I feel about about the champion. I guess it's all game dependent, really. But learn how to play weak side. Yeah. So yeah. Again, question. Let us know what you would uh, have if you could make up a na new Nasus passive. Um, but that's going to do be it. Next week, we got the Donger and Shaco. Uh, we do have Udyr coming up. I don't... We, maybe we can skip. make it his own episode. I don't know. Uh, no, already, we I mean, that, we've already huh? gone over him. I'm just trying... We'll think about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, guys, other than that, uh, try to stay cool wherever the fuck you are in the world. Right now, we're in California. We're fucking burning to death. Um, E-wave, yep. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday for the patch. Yes. And I also found out that the patch next Wednesday is the second patch. There's going to be one more patch after the next one, and that for Worlds world is what I'm getting at. Okay. So okay. there's two more patches. And then, cool. yeah. Uh, other than that, guys, have a great weekend, and we will see you on Wednesday. Yes. Bye, y'all. Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler, and we're back once again to bring you a champion review. Champion review. We've got Karma and Maokai today. Yes, we do. Um, or is it going to be a four-hour episode? Probably. Stay tuned. Um, Channel your inner Ethan Klein. It'll be four hours. <laughs> it'll be four hours. But yeah, Karma and Maokai. Uh, two champions? Well, I know we've been... We've talked about Maokai recently just because of his old ulti and how much we liked it. Yes. Um, and the name and such. So yes. Karma... I think we also... Well, I remember we were talking about Karma when we did the skin episode. And I, I was like, okay, all Karma skins are pretty good overall. But right. they were kind of like chromas and they're kind of like kind of the same not necessarily chromas but like there was one that was like monk karma and then like oh yeah a lot of they're like very similar same theme same yeah, theme yeah but we'll uh we'll see what's going on with her uh, in a moment but of course you know guys this saturday the 15th we are going to be doing our live stream. You guys are probably getting sick of it. <laughs> uh, our giveaway RP stream. And we're still looking for a few people to fill the void on these teams. Um, we need a mid laner. We need, let's see, uh, for Azap's team, uh, we, we need a mid laner. And then for Thodicus's team, I think we need a jungler. He says he, uh, excuse me, Buddy Red said he might have a mid. So we, we need a jungler. Okay. So if y'all, a jungler or a mid laner... Uh, or if you just feel like playing for the hell of it, um, it. guys, in the in, in the description, hit the link tree, uh, come join the Discord, and you know check out one of some of the suggestion channels, and that's where the uh, teams are. Uh, but yeah, that is April fifteenth, this Saturday, tomorrow, um, at noon PST. We're gonna be having some fun. We're gonna be doing some giveaways, and uh, it's gonna be awesome. So hope y'all can make it. 
Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun when we did this last year, um, and this year having teams to to play against each other. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be even more fun. So I'm excited. Yes, we'll be taking people, even people that join stream late. You guys will also be more than welcome to uh, join the teams. I'm sure there'll be people that want to rotate in and out. So yeah, definitely a thing. So happy to have you. And um, I guess without further ado, we can get on to uh, the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's break it down. Let's talk about karma. So karma. as always, chat GPT. Karma is a versatile mage champion in the popular online game League of Legends. She has a unique playstyle that revolves around using her abilities to both damage enemies and support her allies. Karma's kit consists of four abilities, Inner Flame, Heavenly Wave, Inspire, and Mantra. Inner Flame is her main damage dealing ability, which can be used to poke enemies from a distance. Heavenly Wave is an ability, a healing ability that also damages enemies in its path. Inspire is a shield ability that grants bonus movement speed to allies who are shielded. Finally, Mantra is Karma's ultimate ability, which enhances the effects of her other abilities and allows her to use them in more powerful ways. In terms of playstyle, Karma can be played as either a mid laner or support champion. In mid lane, she is often played as a poke and harass champion, using Inner Flame to damage her opponents from a safe distance. In the support role, Karma is a strong lane bully who can use her abilities to both protect her ADC and harass the enemy bot lane. Overall, Karma is a versatile champion. I thought I was about to say overall, Karma is a versatile <laughs> champion in the popular online game. Like, just repeat the same shit. Um, uh, Karma is a versatile champion who can adapt to a variety of playstyles and situations. Her abilities to both damage enemies and support her allies makes her a valuable pick in many team comps. Um, just thinking, like as I'm reading this, I'm kind of thinking about it. She kind of has an Ezreal vibe to me now. For me now, yeah, we yeah. talk about how Ezreal can build a shit ton of items, right? Everyone remembers like tank Karma top. I think you could still go it. You like, could still do Iceborne. it. It's, it actually I, might be easier right now because there's not a lot of uh, bursty champions playing top lane right now. Like she's just she's a very annoying champion. Yeah, and actually what's funny is, like, it said mid or support, and I would just, in the back of my head, top. I just kept thinking, like, what about top lane tank karma? It's disgusting. Still a viable way to play around ARAM, too. You just build a sheen item, and yep. build tanky as hell hell. And you never die. That's it. The W's got the heal. You don't die near this annoying tank that has shields and burst damage and uh, heals Also, yourself, you can, so. she can just... She can push lanes really hard, especially yes. with her, her the Q. Yes, the it, power Q is really nice. It's very strong for pushing lanes, but let's uh, let's hop over here. So Karma... I was going to say, I, th I think part of the function of what makes her so versatile is her ulti. And I know we'll get to it in a minute, but I think that's what makes her... Um, so dissimilar to Ezreal. Ezreal is versatile for many other reasons. Um, I think he's a caster and whatnot. Karma is obviously a caster and not a traditional. Um... I should have specified. I meant build pass. No, 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 no. You're 100 percent right. But like, I think the thing that makes her versatile is is what her alt does to to augment her her other abilities, and mm -hmm. and we'll get there. But I think that's like a very good uh, um, way to kind of overview her, if that makes sense. Um, man, I should have had Ran on this episode. Ran loved playing Karma. Ran's um, a Karma connoisseur. She is. She is. So, let's see. Wait, wait. She, is she going to pop in for her favorite skin, though? Yeah, I'll, I'll grab okay. her in a little bit to talk about her favorite skin. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Um, 
Karma, I didn't even know she had like an old style because I think she was changed pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could figure out what patch it has on here, I don't think it shows. But yeah, you want to start off with her passive and I'll see if yeah. I can figure out when the hell she got changed. <laughs> yeah, old passive, inner flame. I think it's probably called the same thing. Uh, so. No, it isn't. All right, let's go. Inner flame. Karma gains 0.3 to 1.3 based on level bonus ability power for every 1% missing health. Was it... Was it... Um, Vagar's old passive was like... He got mana regen based on... Oh, it was missing mana, I think. Yeah, this, it seems yeah. like a very copy and paste like passive. Oh, yeah. Very old school style fucking passive. <laughs> it kind of uh, sucks, though. I don't... I mean, I guess it's kind of like an Olaf thing. The yeah. lower health he gets, the stronger, she, whatever. I'm like, eh, okay, we've seen that. So thank God they changed it. Right. And uh, I do current wa- past. Oh, as I, said, I do just want to mention. So it says patch 3.5 was her full rework, but it's also considered a full relaunch. So I don't know that she was actually ever launched in um, in this older form. Like I don't know that this actually ever came to the game uh, outside of a like a PBE. Or like a like a beta environment because it, there's no patch before that. It just says 3.5 full relaunch for Karma and there's new stuff, but it doesn't look like she existed before then. Well, she had to have if if she's on our list of release dates. Yeah, know. I'm gonna look and see when this patch was done. Keep going. I'll look and see when this patch is done and when and then compared to her release date. But yeah, it's okay. very it's very weird. All right, so current passive gathering fire, which I never realized the the icon is the thingies that's that are floating behind her, whatever the fuck those things are on her shoulders. Oh, I don't. They look like little dragons. I don't know. I'm not sure what those are. Yeah, I don't. It's a good question. But yeah, I just realized that the icon for gathering fire are those things. So okay, today you learned. That makes um, sense. So, Gathering Fire, innate, Mantra, her ultimate, current cooldown is reduced by 5 seconds for each enemy champion hit by Karma's damaging abilities. Uh, So, I mean, it's very simple. They changed it. I do remember it used to count auto attacks. Yes. But it was auto attacks and abilities were each like 1 second. Yeah. And then changing it, getting rid of the auto attacks, it's solely abilities, 5 seconds. It's big. Um, I really like this considering I think her ulti is on a really short cooldown anyways. We'll get to it. But um, it's it's very straightforward. And it, again, it revolves her, her ulti, if you even call it an ulti, is the big thing for her kit. So having that, having a mechanic around that to reduce, make sure that's up more frequent. Yep. I think is, is always a always a cool thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. And I did look at what the name of... They look like um, almost like a yin yang kind of dragon. Okay. Um, it is called a mantle of decorum. That's what uh, kind of floats behind her. Um, so like an Ionian kind it's of. A, I think it's a Kathkani thing. So she that's where that's her ancestry is Kathkani. Um, she's interesting because she is the spirit of. Ionia? Yeah, that's like the the best way to put it. So she's like she this is the human embodiment of the spirit of what is. So it says she's the living embodiment of an ancient soul reincarnated countless times. 
carrying all her accumulated memories into each new life and blessed with power that few can comprehend. So yeah, even comprehending what the fucking thing is on her head, you know. So is, it, <laughs> is she like like the Avatar? She, yeah, kind of. Except, I mean, I think the Avatar loses his their memory whenever they get reborn to I whatever think, yeah, bending. I think so. Uh, but okay, she she remembers. All right, so okay, confirmed. Karma's avatar. Karma avatar. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's uh, move down to her old queue. It was called Heavenly Wave, and so she was released in 2011. Uh, the full relaunch was two years later in 2013. But I just I can't find any patch notes from. She had to have existed. That. It's, it's look at the, very look- weird. If there, I mean, there's a champion spotlight with these abilities. Right, so. no, 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 you're 100% right. It's just yeah. very weird because there's, like, no real notes that show anything. It's it's like they fucking scrubbed her from the internet. And, like, the Law Wiki has a lot of this information, but it doesn't have any of the old patch notes or anything like that. So it's just strange. But, um, anyways, back, back to her old Q, Heavenly Wave. Uh, it says, active, Karma sends forth a wave of hidden blades from her fans, dealing magic damage to all enemies in a cone in front of her. Uh, Mantra cast, uh, Heavenly Wave also heals Karma and her allies in the cone. Well, that would have been pretty gross. Uh, it did 70 to 270, plus 60% AP. Magic damage of the heal was 35 to 135, plus 5% missing health, plus an extra additional 2% per 100 AP of uh, missing health, so you can actually heal a lot on that. That's pretty gross. She like Katana from Mortal Kombat throwing her fucking. Kind of what it fans. looks like, dude. That's kind of what it looks like to me. That's what I would. Think. I um, just above it where it has the champion spotlight. I'm just looking at what that ability looked like. It literally looks like Talon's old rake. Oh really? Talon, yeah. This like throws out in like a cone the blades. It looked very similar to that. Very interesting. Very interesting ability to have a heal on it. It's a very interesting ability. Freak's voice in that champion spotlight is... I know. Wow. He sounds like he was sicker than a dog recording this thing. Um, <laughs> her her new Q, current Q, I guess, uh, is called Inner Flame. Uh, Inner Flame, Karma fires a bolt in the target direction that explodes on the first enemy hit, dealing magic damage to nearby enemies and slowing them by 35% for one and a half seconds. Uh, magic damage is 70 to 270 with a 40% AP ratio. Soul Flare is her uh, augmented ability from Mantra, her ulti. Um, The Mantra bonus, Inner Flame, deals increased damage and fires a larger bolt that also explodes at max range. The explosion creates a field for one and a half seconds that slows enemies within by 50%, which then ruptures to deal magic damage. Uh, Soul Flare scales with Mantra's rank. So this ability gets stronger the more levels you have in her ulti. We'll get back there in a second. So the bonus magic damage you get. So on top of the 70 plus 270 with the 40% AP, or 70 to 270 with the 40% AP ratio, you can get 40 to 220 with a 30% AP ratio on the bonus. And then you would get 35 to 350 with a 60% AP ratio on the, like the rupture, the rupture mm-hmm. piece. Um, bonus magic damage total would, no, well, I'm not reading that. They just did fucking math and didn't math it together. So fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, very interesting. I do like that when you use the mantra version, it does go max range and then mm-hmm. instead of, um, 
and instead of the you know the the regular version if you don't hit anything it just disappears and fades off into nothingness so again this is i mean we'll, we'll obviously we're about to talk about the w but like the empowered q is so fucking annoying uh that thing yeah, if she's full ap thing hits like a fucking truck uh and then it's like an iceborne size uh field, slow yep. field yep so you're almost if you get hit, if it hits you direct on uh directly on you're gonna take the second part of it without uh, as long as you're standing on it and getting flat or it, unless you like flash but um especially before you have boots once right, you have boots no. you might be able to escape it but like without boots you're probably taking that that rupture damage yeah it's it's oh man it's so annoying <laughs> it it's hurts. really fucking annoying <laughs> All right, let's move on to her W, old W, Spirit Bond. Active, Karma creates a tether between herself and a target ally or a target enemy for up to five seconds, breaking if the target becomes stealthed. That's a very specific right. thing. Okay, affected allies gain bonus movement speed while affected enemies are slowed and take magic damage. Any champion, whether ally or enemy, who walks through the tether is granted the same movement speed modifier for three seconds. And then the Mantra Spirit Bond grants twice its movement speed modifier. Seems like a like a hex gate from Jace if you walk through it. Right. It seems weird that you would have that for something that tethers to an enemy. But okay. Uh, magic damage was 80 to 305 with a 70% AP ratio. That is pretty That thing hurts. Fat. Movement speed was a f- uh, 10 to 20%. And then the Mantra movement speed was just doubled. So it was 20 to 40%. Now I'm curious. Did you... Did they take, and maybe I'll have to watch the spotlight, did they take uh, damage as soon as it connected, or did it take damage when it ends? Like, does Tether have to complete in order for them to take damage, or does it do damage when it connects? I'm going to watch the spotlight for that to, to yeah, show Yeah, I'm watching up. it. <laughs> Let's see. I can't Weird. Tell. She could do it to minions? Yeah, it is very strange. But you can't. It looks like they take damage at the beginning of it. But I. So it's like if she, if she walks around, she can like if she attached it to a minion, she can like. Oh, weird. oh you can do it to a ward too. Wow, Freak, that was actually use it on a fucking f- champion, dude. Weird. Okay. Yeah, they don't. Very, they don't ever use it on a champion, so you can't really see. Well, not like there's health bars anyways for you to see. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Weird. Moving on to current w uh focused resolve active karma deals magic damage to the target enemy champion or monster and forms a tether between her and them for two seconds during which they are revealed if the tether is not broken by the end of the duration the target is dealt the same magic damage again and is rooted for a duration during which they are revealed and then the mantra bonus renewal Focus resolves root duration is increased, and then Karma heals for 17% plus 1% per 100 AP of her missing health. Once on uh, once on cast, and again, once the tether lasts its full duration of the target, or the target dies while tethered. Uh, renewal scales with Mantra's rank. I did not realize it does it a second time. I always would do it at the beginning. Um, I would, I, I, I've never noticed the second heal pop neither did i um i mean obviously it, it it's dog shit ap scaling with the one percent for, for the heal at least sure but 17 percent flat is pretty fucking big right um i mean if you're if you're 10 percent hp this thing is healing you Th- this skill is why 
tank karma was so busted. Slap a spirit visage on her. Yeah, she ain't dying. She ain't dying. Right, right. As long as she um, has mantra up, she's not using it to Q you. She's poking you with Q, and she's using W to heal her instead. So, so let's see. Uh, magic damage disgusting. was forty to one forty, forty five percent AP ratio, and then the total damage is doubled. Yep. Uh, and then the root duration scaled was one point four to two seconds, and then the total root duration, uh, weird, was you just get an extra. Half second, half second to one yeah. and a quarter second. So, yeah. I don't know why they didn't just put the math together on this particular one. But, you know, whatever, I guess. <laughs> uh, other other thing I feel like we always got to mention when we're talking about tethers. Remember invulnerabilities like Fizz Backflip or, uh, help me out, what's another one? Zonias. Uh, Vladimir, Pool, Vladimir Pool. Yeah. Yes. Anything that makes you invulnerable, it will still latch on to you. Yes. If it, as long as it connects before you become untargetable. Um, or invulnerable, um, it stays. Now, Zonians, you might be able to wait out the time. How long does that have to land beyond there for? Two seconds? Yeah, two seconds. If, they, if they Zonias, they're going to... Because Zonias, what? Is it a second and a half or two, two and a half? Two and a half. Yeah, so half. Zonias, it'll it'll pass and you'll be fine. Um, at least for taking damage and being rooted, that is. But you're still... You're rooting yourself, so maybe they're getting what they want. I don't know. But... <laughs> um, most most of those things, Vladpool, depending on when he does it, he could still be stunned, right? Yeah. I just don't think he takes damage from it, or maybe takes it. Maybe he does take the damage from it. I think he might take the second secondary damage. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the only thing that really saves you from taking the damage is Zonia's, but that's not really the best option if you're if you're good. Yeah, at, you don't want to waste it on that. No, no. If you're good at timing it, um, the spell shield. Um, can block the application and the damage, but not the after effects of something that's already applied. So that's kind of nuts. The best thing you can do is just fucking run away, and it's hard because she has the shield, which we're about to get into. Um, but let me start with the old E, the Soul Shield. Um, active Karma shields herself or the target ally for five seconds. Um, shield strength was 80 to 280 with an 80% AP ratio. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Mantra Soul Shield sends forth a burst of energy dealing magic damage <laughs> to enemy units around her target. And it would do magic damage the same as the shield. So that's pretty fucking disgusting. Um, her current E is called Inspire. Active Karma grants a shield to herself or the target ally champion for two and a half seconds. As well as 40% bonus movement speed for one and a half seconds. And that's what I'm talking about. You press W and then you E yourself as Karma. And they're not running away from you. You're going to land the uh, the route. Now, mm-hmm. the question is, is it worth landing the route? Is it worth chasing them down? Or is it saying, you know what? I don't need to land that one. I just got I got the initial point of damage. And maybe I don't want to run into uh, the enemy team just to get a route off. You know, So you do have to make a decision. Um, the mantra empowered E is called defiance. Um, inspire's shield strength is increased. Inspire spreads to surrounding allied champions at 30% effectiveness. Secondary targets receive 12% bonus movement speed. Uh, so it is a very good go button acts similar to Shirelia's. Um, you alt E and everybody gets a shield and everybody runs. It's, (laughs) it's like... (laughs) It's a pretty broken ability that you can just like boom. My whole team has a fucking fat shield now, and and it's, now it's not a small speed. shield, right? Like it says, it's thirty percent effectiveness, but like let's put it this way: the shield strength 
for the 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 base is 80 to 240 with a 45% AP ratio. So the bonus shield is you're getting an extra 25 to 175 with a 45% AP ratio. So you're doubling up on your AP ratio. Uh, and then everyone else is getting 30% of that. So the reduced bonus shield, um, I think everybody's getting the shield. It looks like the... Uh, see, that doesn't make sense. It's a 24 it's to... Effectiveness. It says 7.5 to 57 plus 13.5% AP. Oh, here we go. Okay, the, the reduced total shield, 24 to 72 plus, depending on Mantra's rank, 7.5 to 52.5. Plus twenty seven percent total AP, so that's still a decently sized shield, especially because everybody probably doesn't need it, you know. And if you you're having um, redemption, McHale's, anything, any uh, right. ardent sensor, staff of flowing water is really good really on her. Really good on her movement speed, um, and AP, and just all the shield bonuses. Like yeah. it's 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 juicy. So yeah, and, and the reason you use this is typically not to shield your whole team, but it's more for the movement speed. So yeah, you like we got a dip, or I mean, <laughs> like if you, if you feel like someone's, I feel like it's really hard to dive a karma as like it a, can be. with a support. Like oh okay, I'm just gonna give my me my my ally here a shield and movement speed to. I don't know. You I have to yeah. be like a full engage like an Alistair who's who's gonna incapacitate her from casting any uh, spells or anything like that or. A blitzcrank maybe that like you have to take her away from everybody else and then she becomes um if she's in the support role she becomes uh much more vulnerable but if she's in a mage role or like a solo lane role she's she's not as vulnerable as she seems <laughs> i don't know it's tough though if like if blitzcrank if blitzcrank pulls her i mean she could just empower w heal herself and then just dip so it's i feel like it's all even it's still a little bit harder to well the the pull, I think, stuns, and then you get the knock-up, and she still can't do anything, and then you can ulti, and she still can't do anything while people are able to wail on her. It's only after That's, that. So it's like two it just seconds. Depends. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on... <laughs> it depends how, on how timing it... and how you can layer the CC. And like, like I said, you have to... You really need to incapacitate her from casting. So you need not a root, but you need a stun or a knockback or a knock-up. Uh, just something that doesn't allow her to do anything. If she can't do anything... <laughs> You could kick her ass, but if she can still do things, it's it's tough. Right. Let's move on to her ulti. Yes. Mantra, active, uh, older ulti. Uh, Karma empowers her next ability to grant it an additional effect. Karma restores stores a mantra charge every few seconds, up to a maximum of two stored at once. Karma begins with one rank in mantra, and she innately increases it at level seven and thirteen. Interesting. So she had charges. Uh, 30, 25, and 20. That's kind of broken if you could just use them one after another. Right. I wonder if, like, well, what's the cooldown? Okay, I was going to be like, I wonder if you could stack the shields, but the cooldowns wouldn't make sense with that. Um, Current yeah. mantra, car, uh, active karma empowers her next ability within 8 seconds for an additional effect. Here we go. Mantra can be used while affected by cast inhibiting crowd control, so she could at least prep the R and then hit the ability once, whenever she's not stunned or silenced or whatever. Right. Uh, and then Karma begins the game with one rank in Mantra, her empowered ability scale based on a Mantra's rank. So yeah, I mean, we there's nothing else there. It's it's uh, so it's oh it's forty to thirty four seconds, and then uh, gets reduced by five seconds every time uh, you hit an enemy champion with an ability. Again, that makes it her really. 
I mean, a lane bully, wherever, uh, it she just makes her double annoying as a support because she just gets the free harass and then she's like, oh, cool, my, my ulti's up. <laughs> right. I'm just going to keep wailing on you. So, yeah, it's, I mean, that's karma. That That's, yeah. I mean, there's not too much to say there. Um, I just got to go, you know, to our age-old question. Ran. You mirror? Mirror. Right, I'm getting, I'm getting the boss. It's a, this is a tough one too because she actually has some good ones in here. Shit. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta tell us what. Okay. What skin, right? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite karma skin? I like that one. Sun goddess. I do like. That. Which one? Dude, sun goddess is the since they reworked it. For the longest time, it was the next one. Order the lotus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Order Lotus was good, but Sun Goddess, since they made it, like, they, they fixed it, it looks um, so much fucking better. I know, um, yeah, I mean, her newest one is really fucking good. Dark Star is so good, though. Dark Star is really good. So is Winter, I like Winter Wonderland, or Winter Wonder. I always like the Winter one. I like uh, Ruined. I think that one might be my favorite. Ruined? Uh, Ru- Ruined is pretty the cool, one too. The next to it, to the left, looks really similar. Odyssey? Oh, Dawnbringer. That's what I was saying, is, like, all her skins really are, I think, overall pretty good. Maybe, I don't know, Warden? Warden's just kind of, eh. The the Warden line just kind of sucks. Tranquility Dragon's really cool, too. But they're all really good. My problem, and I think we've talked about this, is there's, like, three or four skins where she's sitting with, like, cross legs and, like, a praying pose. No, yeah, that's for sure. Something fucking else. It's like, okay, so she's, like... We get it. She's you know, kind sitting, of like cross-legged, yeah. sitting cross-legged, <laughs> sitting cross-legged. It's kind of there's a theme, but I mean, right. she's like she's a monk, right, or something right. like similar holy. She's for, spirit, yeah, she's she's gonna be a uh, holy. She kind of uh, embodies a lot of like Buddhism or um, Ionia. Kind of embodies a lot of like rural, uh, ancient Eastern. Or even like Native American um, ideals and in, in, in spirituality, if that makes sense. Like a lot of Ionian champions have that. Like uh, Yasuo is an Ionian champion, and he embodies like old samurai. Um, <clears throat> Ribbon's Ionian, an Ionian champion that embodies like the old warrior spirit of of like a, a Native American tribe. Um, and Karma is kind of like I almost would want to call her like a shaman. Because she kind of has that kind of feel, you know? Sure. Um, and Sun Goddess, obviously, really grounds that idea almost like a um, a Mayan version of that, you know? So She's weaving the sun, dude. She is. I mean, it's a really... Have you seen the old ones? The old Sun Goddess? Oh, yeah, let's go take a look really it's, quick. The first one is so fucking bad. <laughs> and then they redid it the second one. It's that... still so fucking bad. Uh, that one almost looks offensive. That's the what I'm saying. Sun That's what I'm saying. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, it it's it's not good. Oof. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that's karma. Um let's talk take a break to talk about Spotify and then we will hop into Maokai. All right. 